0: Hello and welcome to the Hall of Fame video game podcast starring Matt Levy and Mike Staub. We love video games and have embarked on a journey to index the greatest video games of all time into our very own Hall of Fame. Here's the show. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm good, Matt. How's it going? Happy to be here. No, doing good. I got my racing gear on. I got my steering wheel ready to talk about another game with you this week. You don't, know, you don't play this with the wheel, do you? You know, very briefly, we'll sidetrack on the GameCube for Double Dash. I bought the steering wheel. I bought the foot pedals. I oh, had well, that that's whole a little different thing going. I th- but it, yeah. it's it's not the best way to play these games. It it, it no. feels cool, but it's not the best way.
1: It's like playing. Uh, Mario Kart Wii with the with the Wii Wheel.
0: Yeah. Oh, terrible! It's,
1: it's awful. <laughs> so so obviously we're talking about a Mario Kart game today. We're talking about Mario Kart Eight, which by my judgment, when looking at the list, it is the fifth best selling game of all time. Now it's listed sixth, but I don't really count Wii Sports. Wii Sports doesn't count. It's not a
0: game you can walk into a store and buy.
1: No, it was a pack in. And pack-ins shouldn't count as much as non-pack-in games. Now, granted, there's Always that holiday bundle with Mario Kart 8. Like it oh, but
0: I still think that's a small August percentage. Is, we're ending the- August. Here comes here <laughs> comes the package. For like four years now, the Mario Kart 8 has been. But I think this game, if I had to put a percentage, probably 80% of the copies were probably bought and sold from a physical standalone copy. Yeah. So just so we get the numbers out
1: there, Mario Kart 8 has sold 63.92 million copies. Now granted I believe something along the lines of like what 8 million
0: sold on the Wii U. That's correct. So 8 so, million compared to growing so, 55. Uh, yeah. That number probably as we say it is 56 57 yeah, 58. yeah. So so
1: let's just go with let's
0: just go with
1: so for Wii U sold 13 million consoles, right? So if we got thir- if we got 8 8 million on Wii U, we're going to divide that by 13. I think it's 75%. It's it's like it's like a little over 60. It's like okay. 60% attach rate. And it's over 50% t- attach rate, because I divided, I divided 13, I divided eight by thirteen. You're right. That's like 62%. Yeah, it's like 62%, which for attach rate
0: on a console is stupid. Like like 10% is like astronomical. So let's put that number into some sort of context. Let's say you have a great game on the PS4 or PS5. Let's say it's God of War on the PS4 or God of War yeah. Ragnarok on the PS5. Yeah. Those games, if they're Uber successful, well, so maybe ten to fifteen million copies, and that's a runaway success, right, Mike?
1: Yeah, and on a console like the the PS4, that's probably what ten percent attach rate. It's pr- probably ten like percent
0: attach rate is very maybe good a little for less first party Sony title. Yeah,
1: so for most people, they're looking at ten percent attach rate. *Minecraft* Eight Deluxe on Switch has over a fifty percent attach rate. So that means that's insane. Now, I bought it on Wii U and loved it. I love this game. Uh, I'm going to just be open about, 100% open about it. I love this game. I don't think Mario Kart gets any better than Mario Kart 8. I think it's easily the best game in the series. I think it's one of Nintendo's greatest games of all time. I think it's one of the best party games of all time. This game doesn't get old, it doesn't get boring, and their continued support of this game for nine years is so incredible it's like i don't need mario kart 9 like you could just continue to sell me mario kart 8 stuff and i will continue to buy it and then when they make a switch Two, i will take mario kart 8 deluxe deluxe because i just I, i don't know how you get better than this like i don't know how you make a better game and there's a reason why it's got such a high attach rate it's
0: not like this if you own a switch you like, this is the first game you recommend yeah, someone buy is, of this any is, age. Yeah. This I is don't the care game. What, what genre of gaming you like. If you're into fighters, if you're into RPGs, yep. if you're yeah. into you name the genre, I don't care. You still need to own Mario Kart 8. It's accessible. We'll talk about some of the accessibility stuff. But this game, they perfected it, Mike. I mean, you can say some people are more Mario Kart 64. Some people like Double Dash. Some people, I don't know them, like Mario Kart Wii. But this is... The perfect Mario Kart game. Some people say it's the best racing game ever made, Mike.
1: That's a little tough because it's definitely in the conversation, right? I would put it in the conversation, especially among the arcade style wrestling. Oh, wrestling, geez. The arcade style racing games. Because I think this game is really good as a really simple arcade experience. But when you get people who are like really into like burnout, Burnout, arcadey. I mean, Turismo. Forza, Forza, Gran Turismo, even some of those other things, even stuff like Wipeout and stuff like that, which is arcadey, but it's got a little a little difference to it of F Zero. Like that's when you really start to see like the kind of nuances of this kind of shake out. But Mario Kart Eight <clears throat> and its re-release, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, you know, it's got to be in the conversation of the one of the best racing games ever made. And it's simple. It's just normal Mario Kart stuff. It's you do your grand prix and you you unlock stuff and you you collect coins and you unlock more custom customization options for for your your carts and there's all this DLC that's been included both past and present like when Mario Kart 8 deluxe made the launch on switch and i believe it came out on switch like a month after it had the Switch had released, so like the Switch came out. I it was April
0: twenty eighth, twenty seventeen. So you're right. Yeah, so, March so, was the launch.
1: Yeah. So Switch launched in March. You have Breath of the Wild, and then and then a month later, you have Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, which I don't even know if there's many people that that don't realize that that's a port.
0: No, I. A lot of people skipped the Wii U. A lot of people didn't even realize that game came out, and this game, Mike, is, is sort of like. Nintendo has a monopoly on the cart racing genre. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yes, Crash has one that's been now ported, remastered. Sonic shows up every once in a while with his friends in co-carts. That with, makes which, no which, sense. Which which makes Mike so very mad. <laughs> makes no sense. Why is Sonic driving a car? He's faster than cars. Like he himself is faster you know, than Mike, cars. Mike, he's tired. He was just running around and Stupid. he's just going for a joyride. Why are you trying to handicap the guy? Like, let him run <laughs> but against- there's But there's really no other kart racers besides Crash and Sonic. You can bring up the Nickelodeon ones. You can bring up some other stuff. That the Nickelodeon like, one is hot garbage. It's very much hot garbage. <laughs> the Smash one as well. People say Smash is not really a fighter. It's kind of its own genre being like a party fighter. It's kind yeah, of like... Yeah, platform own- fighter, yeah. And that's why this game is $55 million on the Switch. There's nothing like it. No. And let's talk about, Mike, some of the things that are tent poles that have been in the genre. Let's talk about some of the unique things about Mario Kart 8. So what are the returning things that you think they're known in this series that they just keep getting better at that they continue to do in this game?
1: Well, obviously, it's your items, right? It's your items. It's your cast of characters in Mario Kart 8. I, th- I believe you have this all the way back to the Wii version, but you have the ability to kind of pick your cart, pick your wheels pick your little flag that's on the back that as you fly through the air you can pick a motorcycle you could pick a cart you can really customize down to the the wheels and 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 the ability of what your of what your your vehicle can do and i think that's huge motorcycles totally changed how mario kart operates cuz they're broken like mario like motorcycles in mario kart are really good and you pretty much should be using a motorcycle every single time but you know what? Some people like driving around the Mercedes. So I I can't really I can't really knock people for that. But the power-ups are back and they're probably the best they've been. You actually now have a way to deal with the blue shell in Mario Kart 8, which was almost like an automatic death sentence. In games before this, they give you that little like radio boom box that like blasts it away if it's coming after you. You've got the the crazy eight, which is that that every item and And that really is what makes Mario Kart Mario Kart. It's not just the fact that it's a racing game that's fun. It's You have these items that are all unique and turn it into almost like this kind of battle kart racer. And nothing feels like Mario Kart like when you get hit by a shell or when you get hit with the ink blast or when you get hit with the blue shell or someone throws a fireball at you. That's really what makes this game stand apart from... The rest, and while there are other kart racers, there have been other kart racers in the past. Diddy Kong Racing was really, really good on the N64. Crash Team Racing was very, very good on the PlayStation. Nothing really has the legacy this game has because ultimately, in the end, it's the it's the the characterization of it all. It's the the game has character. The characters have character. The items are unique and have character. You don't get that. In other games, a lot of times when you're playing another kart racer, it's like okay, now you have missiles and everything's missiles, or a shield, and that's cool and that works. But at the same time, it's like people love Mario Kart because it's got that flair, it's got that Nintendo flair you don't see elsewhere.
0: Yeah, it definitely has personality. I agree. You, you have the the franchises, the characters, which is growing, yeah. and this game, Mario Kart Eight, originally added Link. In the DLC, the Switch one had a standard, and then it added you know, the Inklings, and now we've got many, many more characters. That lets Animal people, Crossing. Yeah. yeah, Animal Crossing. It gives personality, letting people use more characters in a game. And then, like you said, the weapons, they all call back to different Nintendo franchises, and there's nostalgia there. And it's silly and fun at the same time, but at the same time, being very competent. People yeah. don't give enough credit to how well this game controls and feels and the sense of speed and how beautiful this game is. We can talk about fun, Nintendo, the franchise, but you still have to make it work. And this game plays really well, Mike.
1: Yeah, it's tight. The controls are super tight. Drifting feels so good. Drifting feels so good. There's nothing that really feels quite like it. And once you master the ability of drifting, you really then start to play the actual game that is Mario Kart. Uh, Mario Kart's a game like on the outside that it looks simple. It looks like it's just a goofy mess of of a time. And you know what? if you're not well acquainted and you just want to hop in and 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 do a little racing, like that's cool and that's that that you can do in this game. You can play it like on this kind of casual level where you just can kind of like just race around and and have fun. But once you start getting involved with drifting, using your curves and turns to 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 kind of, do that riding behind people so that you get a speed boost, finding shortcuts, using the items intelligently, using items as a shield. Like, There's a whole bunch of like little nuances that the game does not tell you about, but you can learn as you pick up and play. And it's so chaotic all the time in Mario Kart that the only way for you to survive is to test things out and to try stuff and to get creative with what you're doing and how you're playing. And, Mario Kart 8 really gives you a a whole bunch of options. It gives you a really good tool set of how to just have this like fun, unique experience that you really can't get anywhere else.
0: Absolutely. The original game was criticized for only having battle mode really on like some courses. You basically recreated courses from the game and that became your battle mode. For the Switch version deluxe, you got real concrete battle arenas, some original, some callbacks from the original, the old franchise, the old games. Yeah, N64, right? The N64. N64 the 64 battle yeah, levels back. were brought back and yeah. that made the battle mode that much better. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if, if you were ever a fan of the, of the battle modes, Mike. I was a big fan. I played a ton of battle mode on N64. That was pretty much
1: the primary, the primary way we played same.
0: Um, I don't Mario think the Kart racing when- was all that fun on 64. I think Double Dash is where I was like, wow, it's fun to race.
1: Yeah. I think I think the multiplayer with Mario Kart 8, with Mario Kart for me got fun with when we switched from battle mode to race. just racing was with Double Dash.
0: There was a sense of speed. The graphics were improved. There was a little more strategy to it. The level courses with the designs were a bit better. But here we are now with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which some people consider the the perfect kart racing game. And there were some improvements, Mike, that I noticed. I don't know if everyone else did when I went from the Wii U to the Switch. Yeah. The first being they upped the resolution. The original yeah, they, Wii U game was 720p. This had 1080p, which was like full HD.
1: Which and is it's noticeable.
0: It is. It really is. And the game, if you're playing in single player... It runs 60 frames per second, 1080p on the Switch. It's gorgeous. This game, I feel like it doesn't get enough credit for how good it looks.
1: Yeah, it runs and looks incredible. Like, just the the brightness and the sharpness of the images. And it's it's incredible. Like, nothing looks like that in terms of, like, what Nintendo was doing at that time. And it's just, yeah, you're right. It doesn't get the credit.
0: It doesn't yeah. get the credit it deserves. Yeah, it's it's Nintendo going into its bag of tricks again. And it was probably, I don't know how big, it's probably a seven, eight, nine gigabyte file with these gorgeous, colorful, detailed graphics. But yeah, no, uh,
1: absolutely. And and it's amazing. I mean, that was the big thing, right? Like, that's a kick in the pants. It's like when you realize Nintendo like has the capability of of playing their games in full HD, and you're kind of like, we never really got to see it. And when you see it on Switch now it's dated but at the but like looking at these games running
0: full 1080 is is crazy single player runs at 60 right single player runs at 60 once you go to split screen mode it goes to 30 which it's still competent it's still solid it doesn't dip it doesn't slow down and i guess with three four five i think you can go up up to six or eight screens if you're going like local multiplayer i something like that
1: i've never done that and i kind of want to
0: it's it's kind of wild, and then you can do up to twelve online, and that's it's fun. This game was the first Mario Kart that I thought felt really like smooth online.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's very smooth online. I've played a lot of this online, especially during COVID lockdown. Like this was a fun fun game to get together and play with people during during lockdown because it was simple, and you could just hop on Discord and and trash talk and and just go through your races and. I think, too, what makes this game so special is because it's got so much content for like even for a Mario Kart game, like it's got the most content of every Mario Kart game. You really could be you could really just play a bunch of stuff and it never feels the same because there are just so many courses at this point. I I almost feel like Nintendo needs to just do a game where it's just like, you know what? Here's a Mario Kart game. Every course, every character. It's almost like they need to do Mario Kart Ultimate. Like, yeah, they need to do what they did with what they did with Smash Brothers with Mario Kart. But yeah. they're at a point right now where they can't offer less with the next game.
0: No, they can't. And I wish they would offer us Kirby or Samus or Star Fox. And I would pay money to have these characters. Yeah. Not that it changes the game all that much, Mike. I think.
1: That's a way to do it. I feel like I feel like bringing in those characters is is a good way to
0: create make more the experience
1: better for the next game. Almost like you need to take I don't think we're getting all of the smash characters. Like I don't think we would get all the borrowed characters, no. but you could definitely do
0: You could dip all into all the, your first the, party.
1: Yeah, all the Nintendo characters, you could do like a Nintendo cart where It's Mario Kart smashed or something like that. And you just like have every stage from the original game. Mario
0: Kart smashed. You guys heard it here first. Mike Stout from the Hall of Fame games. I think it's a great idea, Mike. You have a Star Fox level where you're you're flying through and you got ships flying around you. You got a Samus level. There's lava everywhere. Why not have themed levels and embrace the Nintendo history? I mean all those they put link in a stupid cart with his with his long legs that don't (laughs) fit so dumb but i love it it's
1: so funny his head's real big (laughs) and his knees are like up against his chest he turns (laughs) around and like holds
0: his sword up while he's driving it's like look link turn around link don't do that i i he just looks uncomfortable to me like he's got no leg room like you ever been in a car and your legs just like there's not enough room or on a flight that's what link looks like uh, yeah in this game his knees are bent so high it's hilarious I love the big guys like Bowser and DK because they look ridiculous as well.
1: Yeah, they look really stupid, but also great. But also put them on a cart. I put them on a motorcycle.
0: Now, did the meme of Luigi start oh. with Mario Kart Eight? Was that where it started, or yeah. did that go yeah. prior that's, to that's
1: That's where the death stare started. Come on, it's fantastic. It's, it's the it's... best. Every character has something like it too. <laughs> like they all do something. They all have some sort of thing, but for some reason, Luigi's death stare. Was I mean, it just also kind of happened on the heels of like the year of Luigi not being that popular.
0: He gets dismissed always. So
1: it's like they see him rolling. Luigi Mario.
0: Yeah. It's it's funny, Mike, the, the levels keep you coming back for more. It started with 32 in Mario Kart 8. Then there were, I believe, 16 DLC. Then on the Switch, you started with all 48 from that game. And now we've had with the fourth booster course, Wave. We'll have another full 48 levels. That's 96 in total. That's almost every level that's appeared in every Mario Kart game. But I think there's still a few missing.
1: Yeah, because they had made their own original stages for, for this game. So that makes sense. But yeah, dude, like 100 Mario Kart stages. That's crazy.
0: It's wild. And I don't know the exact number of characters, but I think it's something close to like 30 to 40 characters.
1: It's got to be. It's And we're getting the final characters are, are what? Diddy Kong funky kong yeah which i'm very excited about funky kong funky kong should have been in the game diddy and funky should have been in the game Uh, from day one
0: diddy's a racer the dude had his own game
1: he he had his own game where you race cars dude like why is he not there he should be one of the first guys there but you're getting you're getting funky and diddy and then you're getting peachette right and then pauline and pauline so it's great it's great. It's fantastic. It's like you really can't beat that roster no. uh, of, of racers. And I can't. It's funny. I've, my main has switched a few times in, in Mario Kart. Like I started out racing as Lemmy Koopa, and then I would race Link a little bit. Sometimes I'd be Mario. And then lately, as of late, I've been Dry Bowser. I've raced this Dry Bowser quite a bit because I like to make the joke that if he's Dry Bowser, then regular Bowser is Wet Bowser. <laughs> and because Dry Bowser infers that there is a Wet Bowser and there's only one other Bowser.
0: And there's also another Dry character. There's Dry Bones. So dry Bones. Is regular Koopa Troopa, is he Wet Bones? Is he he's Wet just, <laughs> yeah. He's
1: Wet Bones, yeah. Dry Bones, Wet Bones. It's awful. A- and, and, and at this point, it's like now that I've got Diddy and Funky, I'm like, oh man, I got to pick one of these apes. Because Diddy Kong, I love, obviously, like very much so. But I don't know, dude. Funky Kong is just, he's so funky. He,
0: he is so, he's a little overly funky for my, for my feel, but it's amazing with the amount of characters they have, the amount of, you've said before, you know, you got Mercedes-Benz, the amount of different character, you know, yeah, customization with so the cards. weird. It's a little random, that joint advertisement, that promotion.
1: It's like, yeah, we're going to put a Benz. Yeah, you get it rolling around in the bends in it sticks in... out
0: like a sore thumb. a bit. Oh, it's
1: it's stupid, but I love it.
0: I don't know why they got F zero levels, but you can't throw Captain Falcon. The dude races like that's no, his gig. I, I, no, dude, they don't like F zero. You know, they don't like F zero. Well, we just got 99s. They're throwing him a little bit. Yeah, you know, 99 is pretty good. It's quite good. They've it's actually made very the, good. The game could never play on an SNES. It's really pretty.
1: Oh, it's really good. Like, like it's crazy. Those Nintendo low key, those Nintendo ninety nine games are all great. Oh yeah, they're all great.
0: I haven't played a bad we, one we yet. We had Tetris. We had Mario thirty five. Mm-hmm. We had this one, and there was a fourth. Pac Man. Pac Man. Thank you. They're all good. They're all. They're good. all good.
1: Tetris ninety nine is still good.
0: Now still it's good. a shame that they make them limited releases because people would still be playing some of them. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Pac-Man, they're all good. Mario, Mario. they killed him. He died.
0: Along with his 3D All-Stars. Everything Mario I, died. I, I, got, I, I got two of them. <laughs> I, know was... I got two 3D All-Stars. They're worth tens of dollars. Mike's, Mike's retiring on a beach with his copy of a <laughs> 3D right. All-Stars. So I'm
1: going to sell Super Mario 3D All-Stars in like 10 years for like seventy dollars.
0: I can't like, wait, honey. We're going out to dinner. I just, <laughs> I just sold it. We're going out. By then, dinner will be like two hundred dollars. So yeah, to yeah, no, for
1: I'll just, I'll be able to cover cover like half the dinner, maybe the
0: appetizers. Yeah, yeah, no, Mike. Mario Kart Eight was a conversation I said to you we would eventually get to, and it seemed like the right time now because you were finally supposedly getting the end of the content, so this yeah. game will be complete. And I, I think it's the best kart race ever made. And again, we talked about, is it one of the best racing games ever made? But as far as kart racer, this oh, seems like the perfect thing. I don't know where they go from here. I mean, know? it has.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're hundred percent right. Like it has no competition no. really. So it's the best game in the only kart racing series for the most part. And, and it's really good. It's you really know, good. Yeah. You know, I don't know where you go from here to be honest with you. I don't know how.
0: The no, Smash only- and Mario Kart are in a bad spot
1: smash is screwed mario kart can give you the next game that has like 120 stages or 110 still like they could go mario up mario still. kart 9 could be like everything
0: and they've had could- years now because yeah. 2014 was when this game released you know they had nine ready and they said you know what this game is selling like hotcakes let's hold the ideas for 9
1: they're like let's get to 70
0: <laughs> yeah
1: I think I think Switch Two, if it doesn't launch with like some deluxe more deluxe version of Mario Kart Eight, I think Switch Two will launch with a Mario Kart Nine for sure. Just because you need Nintendo has hopefully they learned, but the success of Mario Kart Eight has proven that you need to have Mario Kart on the the on a Nintendo console within the first holiday season of the system releasing. So if this Switch 2, which is absolutely happening at this point, there is there is way too much smoke out in the woods for there not to be a giant heaping fire. Um and to be honest with you, everything I've read about Switch 2 seems like it's pretty impressive for what it is. I do think that it probably is like P it's probably PS4 Xbox series, Xbox One. I can't wait to see
0: Nintendo games, first-party Nintendo games, with that type of specs.
1: Yeah, it probably runs like it. it, It's probably built on the specs of like a PS4 or Xbox One. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, because that's what the reports from the reports from last year, Activision was saying. But nintendo has always got tricks up their sleeve and they're always figuring out how to make the best out of out of kind of this withered technology so lateral moves and and making the best use out of withered technology is like kind of part of how they do things so i think they're going to use these like nvidia chips and stuff to like really really trick us into thinking it looks like ps5 style because if you look at the switch right like yeah uh tears of the kingdom looks really really good but ps4 games is still ps4 games the switch is still not as powerful as a ps4 but like near automata was a ps4 game and it looks really good on switch and runs really well to the point where a lot of people said that that's the best version to play so there are definitely not everything is pokemon scarlet and violet good companies working with the switch hardware who like actually will have the time to like use it are gonna do really incredible things
0: like no we got to a point with video games where i think Games look good enough. And now it's up to the developers to make a game that's fun and interesting. But I think we reached a point where hardware doesn't need to blow us away. And this was old hardware we got at the Switch. I mean, 2017, this was not hot tech at the time. This was old tech they were using.
1: Yeah, they were using older tech and Mario Kart 8 looks incredible. And I think when the Switch 2 launches, I think we will have Mario Kart 9 within the first within that first holiday season i think we'll have a mario game that launches i also think switch 2 will launch with every big ps4 title because that's nuts if you can open up a switch 2 and it's got final fantasy 7 remake on it like right away it's like mm, you've won you've won again you dicks so it's just like it's like you need a mario kart game right away and mario kart 8 proves that really it really shows like i think the switch would have been very successful without mario kart 8 launching but the fact that mario kart 8 is like so when, when the Switch first came out, and Nintendo's really kind of followed suit. When the switch first came out, it was pretty much their goal was to have a big release every single month.
0: Yeah. And they're very of, ambitious. They did it for a while. They did it.
1: And they still are
0: kind of doing yeah. it. 2019, like, 2020. It was like consistently. You gotta be yeah. in July, August, yeah. September, October. Yeah. And it was like, wow.
1: And like the fact and 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 Mario Kart 8 was kind of like the moment, the the kind of mic drop moment where it was like, Yep, we have Zelda everyone's raving about it it's selling we're selling more zelda games than there are switch consoles out there and then a month later nintendo comes back and like oh yeah the best game on the wii u is now on on switch and i
0: feel like they've already won before the system even been announced yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah, i know well it depends right if it's got backwards compatibility that's gonna be big and and launches with a mario kart game and some really big heavy hitter titles i think they will win again just like they won with the Game Boy Advance, so it's one of those things where it's it showed Mario Kart Eight shows the importance of having a Mario Kart game, and uh, in in the launch window, really, and also at the same time, it allowed them to kind of acknowledge that the Wii U was a failure. Them putting out Mario Kart Eight that quickly really just kind of signals to the the the, uh, the community. It's like yeah, we knew the Wii U was a failure. That's why we're going to port every Wii U game.
0: And it uh, didn't even have a drive to play Wii U games. They basically said, let's no. just abandon that and let's no. let's go in a different no. direction.
1: Absolutely. and And it's one of those things where it's just like, hey, you know what? Those 8 million people that bought Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U, most of them will buy it again on Switch.
0: Because to be honest with you, at this point, Mario Kart 8 is a Switch game. It really is. It's become a Switch game. Well, I wonder how many of those people bought it two or three times per household. Because if yeah. there's multiple switches in the house, yeah, yeah, we'd probably. I buy next-
1: yeah, I bought it twice. I bought it twice, but it's like still in the same vein that like Breath of the Wild is also a Switch game. It's not a Wii U game. Like I understand, like people consider it a Wii U game. It was like the last Wii U game, but like that game was a Switch game.
0: I, I consider Twilight Princess a Wii game. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. But Mike, a couple things back to Mario Kart Eight. One. Did you ever any experience with two hundred CC mode? Yeah, that's crazy, dude. It's that's nuts.
1: Some, that's some nut. That's some insanity. That's crazy. If you want to have yourself a bad time? You play two hundred CC. You got Bowser just running you off the road, dude. Like that's nuts.
0: Yeah, that's. I where like I, it though. That's where I tap out. But it is cool that they put it in the game.
1: Oh, you'll never win a race in 20, 200 no. CC. The not other, any. Not normal people.
0: No. The other thing, Mike, is. Racing games in general are known for something called rubber banding. And I think this game does a good job of it doesn't feel like it's really that bad. I have played some of the other competitors in the genre and people are just you create some space and all of a sudden they're right there again. It's like, is it just programmed so the game automatically has the computers catch up this game? I don't know if you realize it doesn't seem as bad. It's not as bad. I mean,
1: it's there. It's there. It's there because it's Mario Kart. Mario Kart always has rubber banding, but it's not nearly as bad as it's been in the past for sure. It's
0: it's not as egregious as if you play some other competitor yeah. kart racing games where yeah. it's it's just in your face. Like, how did that character get there? They teleported in front of me.
1: Yeah. I mean, bad. it's bad.
0: Yeah. It's bad but work. It's a bad word, rubber banding. I don't want to hear it in a racing game. <laughs> no, no. I know, we know it exists, but you don't want to see it or hear it. This game did start with the anti-gravity. Gliding we had before, but anti-gravity was a big thing at each level. Did that do anything for you here?
1: I like the upside down stuff. I think that's cool. I think that's cool stuff with the gravity. Like it doesn't really do anything to the gameplay. Not really. I've heard some people complain that this game does too much weird stuff and I tell them to leave.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here. I I asked them to leave. (laughs) This is my home. Leave. But I'm playing online. I'll leave your house. (laughs) We politely and sternly asked them to leave. I, I think it like you said it doesn't necessarily change the gameplay that much but visually it's cool and it does feel a little different than just having your wheels on the course I don't know if you feel that yeah it does I think it adds a little extra and it makes the courses so much more atmospheric yeah. there's some really great courses
1: in this game and some of the new
0: stuff is is incredible Yeah, some of the best courses they've ever done are in this game. Mike, something that I don't know if it's impacted you that much, but my son who plays this game will once in a while turn on some of these accessibility features that were never present in a Mario Kart game before. This was unique to the Switch version where it allowed you to turn on in the start menu auto acceleration so you don't have to hold down the A button. And it has smart steering, which prevents players from veering off the course and I think for, it's like having bumpers in bowling. What What are your hey, thoughts man, on and, accessibility? Hey, 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 hey,
1: man! Like for a kid, I get it, but don't bring that into my house.
0: No, you get out of here again. No, leave my house.
1: No, <laughs> leave. <laughs> I'm going to quote. I'm going to quote Hank Hill again. We asked them politely but firmly to leave. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, no, I think but for, no, for but accessibility, you know it's you know nice.
1: I think it's actually very nice for accessibility. All joking aside, but I also think that I feel like it's on on when you're playing multiplayer, it's activated it's activated the 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 like remote the auto steering is set to activate already hmm. like it's set as like as like in on normal it's set to do that maybe i have to change some settings but I, pretty much whenever i like have people over to play mario kart i'm like yeah turn off auto steering or you can you could go home
0: <laughs> <laughs> it must be a default setting or something <laughs> but yeah this game you said it in the beginning Almost sixty-four million copies by the time this releases to you guys, by the time recording to a week later, it's probably another like thirty million. Oh yeah, copies. it's gonna be it's gonna be a whole a whole holiday the whole holiday bundle. So it's I've already never... out, dude. The holiday bundle's already out. It's wild. We're here at the end of September and it, the holiday bundle has been released. So it's it's there, it's out it's... there. You can get it in the wild. This game has outsold every game you know. I mean, I think Minecraft is up there higher. I think GTA 5 is up there higher. You said Wii Sports, which is a pack in. I'm not looking at the list, but this is it's there with like the rarest of air of best selling yeah, games.
1: Yeah, it's Minecraft, Grand Theft Auto V, Tetris, uh,
0: Wii Sports, PUBG. PUBG Mario, was up Mario there Kart. too. Yeah, yeah. it's. I mean, you're talking about the rarest of air. We've talked about great games, Mike, that sell 1 million copies, like great games that could barely crack a million.
1: Like, okay. So the game behind it is Super Mario Brothers, which was another pack-in and Super Mario Brothers sold like less than 60 million. So this has got that beat by like probably like 5 or 6 million. And then after that is Red Dead Redemption. And like, it actually is a pretty steady
0: decrease down until you like, until you get to like the... The thirty, you know, the twenty to thirty yeah, million. I figure when yeah, it gets more yeah, crowded. But Mike, yeah. this game notoriously is never discounted. Like, your people are buying at fifty nine dollars or a big Nintendo discount. It'd be like forty or fifty bucks. Like, this is not a greatest hits game that goes to ten dollars. Nintendo
1: has this strategy where they don't discount their games because they do not want the perception of quality. They don't want the perception that the quality of their games is not good. Yeah, and that's why they do it. I worked in GameStop and Nintendo games were always full price and they
0: never come down in discount, which means used, they're never cheap. So it's if the, the Apple mentality. Apple does the same thing.
1: Mm-hmm. You're it not going to find big that.
0: discounts on their products. And it's it's smart business because you're not devaluing your product.
1: Yeah. And people think people will fight back and be like, ah, oh, it's never... No, no, it absolutely does. The perception changes when stuff is cheap.
0: When I own Sony systems as my primary gaming... I would wait six months to a year, and I'd find that game was usually twenty bucks.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, and it's it was probably worth it at twenty. A lot of so, first party Sony stuff is 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 was good, but it's not nearly as good as it was. I don't know what's going on over there. They they gotta they gotta <laughs> figure their
0: stuff out. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on. Triple A
1: gaming is bad. Oh dude.
0: my god!
1: So I gotta say something. This has nothing to do with Mario Kart, but I want to say it on this podcast. <laughs> Here's because your we platform. Have to. Here's my platform. It's the only place I got to talk about this type of stuff. First of all, Mario Kart Day is incredible. It's probably the best one of the best racing games ever made. It's definitely the best kart, ge- kart racer ever. It's the best Mario Kart game. If you own a Switch and you don't if you own a Switch and you don't have this game, just go buy it. If you don't have a Switch, there's a bundle waiting for you. Just go get the bundle with Mario Kart 8 in it. You'll have a great time. So this is just like things that annoy me about the way news is is given to people. They had that, that report last week and we're talking about AAA gaming, where like Square Enix lost like two billion in value, right? So first of all, that that refers to like it could be anything that could that's stocks, right? That's their valuation as a company. That's not like how much cash they lost. But Every article was like, oh, Square Enix loses two billion dollars of value since Final Fantasy Sixteen's released. So everyone's like, oh Final Fantasy 16's garbage, blah blah blah. It's like, and then like two days later, it comes out in the in the news. It's like Square has said that Final Fantasy Sixteen has hit sales goals. So maybe it was like stuff like Avengers. Yep. And and that other terrible game that they made with with, with platinum, that Babylon's Fall or whatever. Yep. That game was garbage and probably for spoken was bad and nobody bought those games. And then they released like 18 games in 2022 with no marketing. And even if the games were good, nobody bought them. Octopath Traveler 2 sold like one to two million units. When Nintendo published the game, it sold three million units, right? So like, and it was on one console. <laughs> it went multi-platform. So what this comes down to is this. Square, like... Just everyone on the internet just realize that all of these articles are put out there to make you click on them and get you upset, and you have to understand that, like, you no, know, Final Fantasy 16 is not going to no, bankrupt. it's not going to bankrupt Square it's Enix. Quite
0: profitable, but yeah, the Final Fantasy series has had to do a lot of heavy lifting to make yeah. up for things like Avengers, which cost them they, that game is actually like three or four dollars this week because it's yeah, going to be listed in the because next few it's
1: weeks. bad. Yeah, it's a bad game, and they did a bad job and i'm happy they sold off the company that makes that game because they weren't they weren't doing well but final fantasy 16, 16 is a pretty solid game and when it comes out on pc it'll
0: sell another 3 million units so i'm just fine. worried that other games are going through that same rabbit hole and you're going to have games like suicide squad be another avengers which
1: It's going to be. It looks terrible. Suicide Squad killed the Justice League is going to be a bad game. That is a disastrous launch. How many years has it
0: been since Arkham Knight? I think six or seven.
1: Arkham Knight was eight. It was 2015.
0: So you're talking about they've been making this game. I bet they're already based on the license and based on the amount of time and effort. They're probably two to three hundred million, if not more, into this game. They are screwed. If it doesn't sell 10, 15 plus million copies and get good reviews... This can that can put a company under like Rocksteady. That. Rocksteady's screwed.
1: That game's yeah. going to be bad. I'm telling you right now. Warner Brothers game yeah. is Warner Brothers. Oh, it's Warner Brothers. It's not well,
0: Rocksteady's Rocksteady is the developer. Oh, but I don't think I think they're funded uh, by Warner Brothers. Uh, Warner like,
1: Brothers will probably be fine, but like that's game. That game's tanking. That game is yeah. not doing well. I know you enjoyed your time with Gotham Knights, but that game didn't do what it needed to do it
0: didn't deserve to it was an okay game but i wasn't yeah. going around waving a flag saying buy this game no
1: no no i know you had some fun with it which is great i'm glad that you did but ultimately triple a development is completely lost right now they have no idea what they're
0: doing well they um, backpedaled with gotham knights that game was supposed yeah. to be an online game but they backpedaled and made it something serviceable which is being generous but you're right triple triple a game development because everything's got to be bigger prettier better voice acting production this stuff now takes I'm hearing stuff like six to eight years. I mean, Grand Theft Auto Five came out ten years ago, as of last week, and six. We know it's happening, but we know we don't know when it's coming
1: out. You're talking a decade to make a game of that scale, yeah, dude, yeah, dude. And also, like on top of that, the only companies really that are doing great stuff, like AAA, great
0: stuff. Obviously, Nintendo's doing great stuff, but like, Capcom. you know, Capcom. It's really it, care. dude. They've got something down. Them and Insomniac, the the, the speed in which Insomniac puts out games. They've had out Ratchet & Clank, Miles Morales, Spider-Man Remastered, now Spider-Man 2, all within like three years. Yep. Is wild and they're working Great. on wolverine at the same time and then they they know capcom how to make good other games
1: capcom, capcom is incredible capcom has that re engine which i think is just incredible the stuff they could do with that is really really good and everything capcom has released in the last few years has been like lights out yeah. good it's been yeah. among the best stuff they've ever made so they they got they're quality. working they're working yeah. man because you know why it's about caring about quality and they they
0: they took their lumps with street fighter 5. I and think it, companies you know, like Ubisoft and Square and Warner Brothers had executives yeah, that were had yeah. goals. Yep. And when you have executives with goals, you're not putting out games for the right reasons. Yeah. Well, Capcom, uh, I can tell they're doing it for the right reasons. At
1: least the last few years, for sure. But all right, that's the end of my yeah, rant. Yeah. Mario, the Kart, is rant. Mario Kart is great. Mario Kart is
0: Mario Kart great. Freaking fantastic! If you're one of the like four people on the planet that haven't bought it yet. Yep do yourself a service and just spend the 60 bucks and then sign up for NSO and get all the extra content and play this game forever and ever and ever. But that's our game for this week, Mike. I want to thank you as always for being with me here week in and week out. Thank you, Matt. Where can people out there find you on the internet? You can find me here every
1: every other week on the Hall of Fame Video Game Podcast. You can also find me with my band, Bad Mary. You can search us out at badmary.com or at Bad Mary Band on all the socials. You can find me with Long Island Retro Gaming by searching out LI Retro or Long Island Retro Gaming. And you can find me on the Batman-tasticast where by searching out Batman-tasticast on the podcatcher of your choosing. We are doing a podcast about Batman, the animated series. And I'm excited for our next episode,
0: Matt. Very cool stuff. Yes, Well, thank you, Mike. Thank you, listeners. Do please leave a review for us. It is very helpful in people discovering us. Comment on our socials. Comment by sending us an email. And that's it. That was our fun for this week. We'll see you guys all next time. See ya.
1: From Mike and Matt, thank you for listening to the Hall of Fame Game Podcast. Check us out on Instagram at Hall of Fame Pod or email us at thehalloffamepod at gmail.com. Please leave us a review and be sure to tune in next time.